Hey guys, welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are back at it. We took a little week break, which we will talk about when we are discussing our top threes. Um, but we are back and we are very excited. I don't know if excited is the right word, actually. I'm I'm. I am. I'm excited to talk to Jordan about the move, the Netflix movie. I'm thinking of ending things. Is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, yes. I keep that getting is right. Okay, I had to. It's so confusing because I keep thinking of "I May Destroy You," and then there's another one that I keep throwing in there. What is it? The Netflix show that we thought was just meh. Oh yeah, what I'm not okay called? with this. I'm not yes. okay with this. Yeah. Yes. It's very confusing. But I'm thinking of ending things. New Netflix movie. Could talk about it for probably weeks. Or I could talk about it for zero minutes. It's like one of those things. I don't really know where it's going to go. Yeah, it's like, um, I feel like it's intimidating to start a conversation about it. But Mm -hmm. I feel like, like my text thread with you after I watched it, it's like really long. <laughs> long blue bubbles. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, and we prepped ourselves to to discuss. So I, th- I think we're ready and I think it'll be good. Yeah, I think so too. But because it's been so long, we do have a few news items to discuss. The first one that I have is just broke today. But the Kardashians, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, is ending. It's pretty crazy. Oh my gosh. I didn't see that. I saw. Some, oh, you didn't? I saw some subtle tweets about Kardashians, and I was like, wonder what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Yeah, after 14 years and 20 seasons. Oh my gosh. They thought of ending it, and they did. And they are. <laughs> <laughs> That honestly shocks me because I kind of thought they would just never stop. Yeah. Like, I, it's hard for me. I don't even really, I don't watch it at all really anymore other than, like, clips here and there. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of hard to imagine what a world will be like without it, Well, which is it, weird and sad. It's interesting, too, because they're, like, E's crown jewel, the channel. Mm-hmm. And it's, I also heard that, a couple like a I don't know if it was a couple weeks ago a month or something but like the tv show e news is has ended and so it's like this channel is gonna be really different yeah like what are what are they gonna do so crazy wow that is very shocking that is I know I probably should have saved that one for last but it felt too big it's okay we clearly had to talk about it and I hadn't Mm -hmm. even heard about it yet so wow my first piece of news, um, did I heard that or I read that Anna Ferris is leaving Mom? Yes, for sitcom. Um, she's been on it for seven seasons, which I'm like, oh my gosh, that show's been on for much longer than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that I don't really know a lot of the context. Did you have any other info about that? No, I was actually hoping that maybe you had read more about it or something Dang because, it. yeah, I that's all I know is that she's leaving. It's hard for I she's like the main character alongside Alice and Janney, and it's hard for me to 
it's interesting that it is Anna Ferris leaving and not Allison Janney. And I don't know if that is rude of me to say. No, I think that that I had that same thought process. Okay. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just like worry so much about her, our friend Anna. Yeah, that I'm like, same. what's going on? Like, I hope that this is a good thing for her. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't watch that show. I've never seen an episode, but it's hard to imagine that they could do anything with this show without her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because like. The only thing I know about the show is that the whole premise is like it's about her and her mom. So yeah. like well they I guess like the mom is sister? still gonna be there, so Yeah, yeah, the title character. It's just about a mom now. I guess it's kind of funny in a way because like it's a Chuck Lorre show who did Two and a Half Men and like Charlie Sheen was like one of the biggest name on that show and then he left before the show was over True. too. So it's like, will they just replace her? Will they just not run the show for much longer it's so weird and i do just feel kind of like worried because i just worry about anna yeah which is funny because we don't really have like any (laughs) like sound reason as to why we worry about her but like we do yeah we just just want the best for her she's just like and i haven't listened to her podcast in a really long time but me neither i've just i've my theme today is making all this commentary on shows I don't watch or <laughs> things I don't listen to. But yeah, ever since the divorce, it's just like I'm so worried about her. But she's like engaged to someone else now, so we should oh, we should yeah. we should feel a little bit better about her. That's true. Maybe she just is kind of wanting to move on to a whole new chapter. I bet yeah. that's part of it. Yeah, we know Anna enough to make those assumptions. I feel she's very vulnerable on that podcast. I feel like I do That's know true. her more than I should as a stranger, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. One of the other things that I had was Prince Harry and Meghan Markle um, have a, net- a multi-year Netflix deal, which I don't even know what that entails. I'm assuming something similar to like the Obamas. Yeah, that is another thing I had bookmarked too. And yeah, I don't when this when things like this happen, I'm kind of confused. Like I don't really know what this will mean. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I've really heard is that they're going to be producing movies and both scripted series, documentaries, like kids shows or something. So it's like basically all kinds of things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't like. Because when I hear, like, a celebrity gets a deal like this, I'm always like, oh, is, I kind of assume the content will be kind of about them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they'll be hosting it or something. But that's not necessarily the case at all. So I'm very, very curious to see what kind of stuff they'll be making. Me too. They announced when the episodes of season two of The Mandalorian will be dropping. Yes, they did. On, on Disney+. Plus, and it's October 30th, which is a lot sooner than I had thought. Mm-hmm. happy halloween to us yeah seriously (laughs) very exciting and love a singular drop yes just love to binge i oh the netflix dropped the uh trailer for the haunting of hill house uh actually it's not that it's called the haunting of bly manor made by the same people as the haunting of hill house um, and that is coming on October 9th. 
which I'm excited to have that in October spooky season. Totally. Early October. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer was good. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it looked great. Yeah, I'm excited. That show was like such a dark horse, great show. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch the first season. Even though they're not really connected. Ooh, Just yeah. get me in the mood. Totally. Um, My last thing I have saved is, and I don't even really want to talk about this too much because I feel like it's the same <laughs> conversation I keep having every time something like this is announced, but they're rebooting or reviving Pretty Little Liars. Um, with But it's with a new story and new characters, it says. And um, the Riverdale showrunner is spearheading this. And I read mm-hmm. that there's not a channel that it's on yet but hbo max is considering it and i'm just kind of like why why pretty little liars did not end that long ago and i feel like this kind of news is just so repetitive i was almost like didn't we already know about this but no i'm thinking of the gossip girl one Mm -hmm. and so i'm just like this is just like already too much and these shows haven't even come out yet at all no yeah i'm not thrilled about it but maybe they'll change my mind yeah, who knows? I mean, it's just so bizarre to have it be tied to, P- to PLL when it's not even going to be the same characters is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's kind of the thing to do these days. So was that was that all you had? Yeah, that was my last thing. OK, yeah, that's all I've got, too. Well, like was mentioned, we literally just had nothing to watch last week so that we were like I don't know what we don't even know what to do an episode on (laughs) I am I think I'm scared that we're reaching that lull of no new shows but I know there's there are things coming out still so it was just a weird weird week I think yeah it was suspiciously quiet on all the streaming services yeah and like it wasn't just us either I think that Something I'm experiencing, and I know I've talked to a few of my friends who are experiencing the same thing, is kind of just having this um, weird relationship with TV right now where it's like you want to watch something very specific, but you can't really name what that specific thing is. And it's just like nothing sounds good, but you have all the time in the world to watch something. Yeah, like almost like you'll start something and then turn it off like after five minutes because you're like, no, that's not what I was like craving. Yeah, and, like, even if I'm, like, working on finishing something, it's just, like, uh, that doesn't sound enjoyable right now. It's, like, I can't even go watch the things that I've, like, been wanting to watch. So, for our top three, we are just saying the top three things that have we've been watching in this weird few, well, weird six months, really, but um, the last few weeks of feeling like that. Did I explain that well enough? I think so. I was okay. right there with you. <laughs> okay, great. I the I'll go first and say something I watched, and maybe I mentioned this, but I don't think so. Um, something I watched a couple of weeks, like two weeks ago, and finished was um, all of Pen Fifteen. That was a great show. Right now, I think I'm just like looking for as much comfort as possible. I needed something funny and I needed something that I didn't have to think about a lot. And so that was like a perfect show for me. Love it. I mean, I love, you know, I love to rewatch comedies, which is one of my top threes today. 
But there's something about like you're rewatching something familiar, but there's a lot of jokes that you forgot about probably. Yeah. And so it's like feels fresh and familiar at the same time. And it's just really mm-hmm. pleasing. You know the feeling. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a perfect segue into my number three, which is I just got the craving to rewatch Veep on HBO. And yeah, I've rewatched Veep a lot of times because that one just it's like I just said, like it feels very soothing because it feels like kind of like you're reuniting with some old friends or something. Mm -hmm. And there's still like jokes that like maybe catch me off guard and I'm just like laughing out loud. It's so funny. But um yeah, that was like kind of like a comfort show for sure the last few weeks. Yeah, which is kind of surprising because I think when I would initially think of that show I would think like, oh it's a little too close to home right now. But you just love all of them so much that mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely been waves where because of our actual politics it feels like a little sad and triggering kind of Mm -hmm. but for some reason it was just really hitting the spot for me this week so I was glad I was glad I took advantage of like feeling like I wanted to watch it because it was good exactly what I wanted I'm glad you did too and maybe that'll be my next one my number two I've been watching a lot of movies so I kind of lumped all of my movies into like one one thing for my number two yeah um I feel like it's been a while since I got in the movie, a movie feeling, but it hit hard. And I, so I've watched Gone Girl, Inception, I watched 20th Century of Women, and I watched Boy State. And I mean, the one we were talking about today and another one I'll talk about while we're talking about the other one today, but that's a lot of movies (laughs) that I've watched like within like maybe a two week span. And you know, it feels good, and I've missed movies, and I hope that I can, like, keep up the balance of TV and movies, because it's been really fun to rewatch all of those. None of, I didn't regret a single one of those, so there's a small little list for anyone looking for some movies that are available on streaming services. Yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I'm rarely in a movie mood, mm-hmm. but there is something about watching something that ends at like two hours yeah and I've also kind of been treating it more like a tv show and watching them like in parts so I'll usually like take two nights to watch one so it's not as much of a commitment okay I like that that is kind of the daunting factor my number two is um I was so happy that they dropped sister sister on Netflix Ah. I need to do that. Um, yeah. it. The jokes totally hold up for me. They are so funny. Um, and that, I mean, it's kind of in a similar vein, but even more of a comfort show than Veep because, like, it's so nostalgic. Um, it's, yeah, it's been really, really fun and soothing to go back and start rewatching Sister, Sister. It's just so good. The, totally the golden age of sitcoms seriously wow i love it and i'll definitely have to do that and i'm sure it's fun i'm sure that there are people on that show that like you recognize now that you that were probably so young oh i don't know is that the case it's i'm i'm only probably like five episodes in and it's already been like 
Brittany Murphy has a recurring side role. Uh, Molly Shannon plays like a random cashier. Like, <laughs> yes, she's, that's like, practically an extra. <laughs> that's exactly the kind of content I'm looking for is like high profile actors now who were like playing extras. Yes. Yeah. So it, yeah, checks everything on the list basically. Okay. Love it. Um, my number one, it kind of goes, it's pretty similar to my feelings about pen 15. Um, but I'm rewatching succession. No surprises there. Um, I'm into the second season and wow, that show, there's so many like intricate details that I forget about and like how they got somewhere. I always, I'm like, Oh, I forgot that that happened in order for this to happen. And, um, it's the same with Veep. Like the little one liners are just like so funny. And like, (laughs) I just, I'm so obsessed with that show. It's exactly what I need right now. Yes. It, yeah. When things just like fall into place and you're watching the exact right thing, Mm -hmm. it's just so great. Well, I feel like, um I love when it starts like changing to fall but like part of fall is kind of like I want something a little more like melancholy you know Mm -hmm. and succession totally has that totally um and yeah I just that's why I love rewatching things so much because it's like you can see that even just one line that you would never have thought about the first time you watched the thing you're like that is totally foreshadowing this whole other thing or like how the season's gonna Mm -hmm. end like oh it's so good that show's so perfect. Yeah. Highly recommend for the first time, the third time, or the fifth time. Or however many times. Yeah. Never gets old. <laughs> Infinity symbol, whatever. <laughs> um, my number one is actually a new show I've never seen. But um, this weekend with my family, we binged the first season of the show Cobra Kai. Never heard of it. Also, I just have to say, I love hearing what the Kennedy family watches when they're all together. It, yeah. My dad, he has become like a TV aficionado over the last like five years or so. We need to have him on as a special guest. (laughs) I'm going to tell him you said that. He's going to be really honored and he'll (laughs) probably be like, yes, okay, sure. Next episode. So I've heard of Cobra Kai before. Basically, it is... um, the original cast of Karate Kid from the 80s. They are now in a TV series that follows where the two main characters are as adults, like the bully and obviously the Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio. And originally this show was on YouTube Red, weirdly enough. And so I'd, I'd heard about it, but I was like, well, when am I going to watch that? I'm never going to get a YouTube Red subscription. Like, spare me. But Netflix just picked it up when YouTube didn't want to continue the show and it's been nominated for like, uh, like creative Emmys and stuff. I just learned. So anyway, my dad really wanted to watch it. So we just put it on and we all got addicted and it's like, we've been, it's pretty, it's like a pretty straightforward kind of like dramedy, um, with these characters, but there's just like great eighties references. I'm not even that familiar with the karate kid. I think I saw it once when I was younger, like a kid. Yeah. I actually don't know if I've ever seen it. I feel like it's one of those things. Like we all know enough about it that 
like I don't need to go necessarily rewatch mm-hmm. it or anything, especially because uh, on Cobra Kai they like they show flashbacks to the movie, so it's like if you have any questions, they'll like just fill it in, fill in the blanks for you and stuff. Um, but anyway, we had a lot of fun. We binged the first season. We're excited. To, there's two seasons on Netflix right now, and like there's a new season coming out kind of soon. I'm not sure exactly when. But anyway, that is like our latest family obsession. Um, none of us care about karate. None of us like have like are that obsessed with this movie at all. It's just like, so that was like a fun surprise that we just kind of randomly put on and we all got really into it. I love it. I was, I, I'm very excited to look it up. Yeah. I feel like it's definitely entertaining enough that we were all kind of like, we don't know about this, but we better watch another episode. (laughs) And then like, as it went on, we were like, really 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 into it so that was it was a definitely a fun unexpected binge yeah and I and I feel like it's pretty rare especially for you and I who host this podcast about tv to be like surprised or like not really know that much about a show you know yeah totally I feel like we can usually tell whether or not we're gonna like a show pretty like without even ever watching it because we know enough about it so I enjoy that little surprise. Yeah, totally. And I've never been one of those people who just like typically just starts a show. Like I do want to know more about it before I start it. Mm-hmm. But we literally just threw this on because my dad, it was like recommend. It was just like on the list of like recommended Netflix shows that were like trending or something. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, none of us have seen it. Let's experiment. Pleasant surprise. And yeah. So that was a good time. I'm glad we're both feeling comforted by TV right now. I feel like this transition into I'm thinking of ending things, it's like, now we're going to take you out of your comfort zone (laughs) that we just put you in and pull you out and just like drop you into space. Yeah, (laughs) let's, let's talk about something that will make you feel uncomfortable and you will hardly be able to explain why. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Like, after I watched this movie, I I had to watch an episode of Sister, Sister. I was like, I need something that will, like, kind of ground me back in, like, a, <laughs> a place where I'm not, like, for some reason, thinking about the weirdest memories of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, I'm thinking of ending things. It's a Charlie Kaufman movie, which... He made the only other movie I've seen by him was um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Have you seen any of his other ones? Um, I have seen um, Being John Malkovich. Those are the only two that I've seen. Okay. That one in Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. Perfect. So I think that I think there are like Charlie Kaufman stands who were ve- are very excited about this like return. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Very, yeah, there are some, like, diehard cough heads. <laughs> cough heads! Wow, I love it. And I love uh, Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind, and I actually started watching that and watched that right after I finished I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Um, just to remind myself and remember the charlie kaufman way i guess 
totally. I think I want to do that too. I haven't gone back and re- I haven't watched that movie in a really long time. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, it was great. I feel I like that one. I mean, coming from me, who's like very clearly have only skimmed the surface with most of his like most mainstream ones mm-hmm. like I'm not an out at all an expert but I do feel like it seems like Eternal Sunshine is like a super accessible version of his usual stuff you know because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't remember feeling like I had no clue what was happening when I watched that movie yeah, I I was that's what I was like I can't remember D- did I feel like that while I was watching it or did I not? And then when I watched it I was like, "No, I'm sure I probably felt fine about this one." Um So yeah, maybe that that should you should start out with that one and then watch I'm thinking of ending things. I don't know which one is better. <laughs> yeah, maybe, especially if you've never seen Eternal Sunshine. Yeah. I don't know. Who are we to tell you how to live your life? But <laughs> literally, no, we're just we're, trying. We're, no one. <laughs> we're just trying to help. <laughs> so Jordan will give a little summary of the movie and then we'll say our general feelings overall. If we recommend it, etc. Our, um, our recommendations come with some disclaimers. And then we have to talk about spoilers because there's not really any way to really talk about this movie without it. So, Jordan, will you give us the the overview? Yes. So, um, basically, this movie... I mean, I feel like the basic summary is short, where there's this young couple. They're, like, student age, um, played by Jesse Buckley and Jesse Plemons. Hey, I didn't realize they're both named Jesse. Jesse. That's Jesse, fun. Jesse, Jesse. Um... Didn't know how much I Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. so basically they are kind of like a like a fresh like month old couple, basically, and they are taking a long, kind of a long little road like a or I guess it's confusing. <laughs> they're, it's they're taking a, a kind of a mini road trip to visit his parents like on who live on this like isolated farm um to have dinner with them and that's like literally the plot yep that's the whole plot (laughs) and then they go and then they drive uh, back (laughs) yeah it's like they drive to the parents house they have the dinner and they drive back yeah but it's like so the movie is basically dealing with like these really like long conversations Mm-hmm. which is actually kind of crazy how it's like this pretty uh like it's like a two hour between two and two and a half hour long movie and most of it is just like there's basically talking the whole time like just mm-hmm. like these long conversations without a lot of breaks mm-hmm. of just these characters talking to each other yeah and my feel my overall general feelings on whether or not people should watch this is you should watch this if you like your media to make you think. If you're looking for something that you can just like lay back and watch while you're playing your Nintendo Switch, not the show. And like, <laughs> this is definitely something you will have to research beforehand or after 
depends on your vibe on what you like. I personally went into it very blind and decided to read up on all of all of the things after I finished watching it. And I kind of liked doing that because for me, that helped me figure like, oh, like I was thinking about this thing in the right way or, oh, I was really off thinking this thing. So I thought it was kind of like a fun game that I played with myself on like if I was kind of getting the what was trying to be portrayed or not. And kind of leaves it up to your interpretation if you want it to. Totally. Um, I, I made it almost all the way through the movie without, I I think I was like, I had like 15 minutes left and I was kind of like, okay, I like, this movie's almost over. That was when I started looking up things like I looked up, it's based on a book. So I was looking up kind of what was going on in the book and it turns out the book is actually, I think like, it's really, really similar and also different in a lot of ways. So that was like kind of interesting reading that but yeah but I cheated a little bit I didn't wait until the very end of the movie before I started kind of reading about it um but my basic reaction to the movie is that I liked it I like watching things that make me work for the meaning and like the explanation of it because it's like Taylor said like this is not something just kind of like watch in the background because that would be weird like that would honestly kind of spooky I think um, yeah there were parts of it I was like actually I was like is this going to turn into a horror film I know that is that I thought the exact same thing I was like this is building a lot of tension and like it really feels like something's gonna jump out at you um which I'm sure like that is totally intentional like you're supposed to feel really uneasy mm-hmm. um but I um uh oh something that I wanted to add to about how it does don't it totally makes you work for it work for any explanation you have to really like kind of piece together and analyze it like you're in like a lit class or something (laughs) but um it's and I which I think is refreshing in a way because I feel like a lot of weaknesses of other movies and shows is sometimes over explanation and so I I like when it's almost like I'm kind of scratching my head trying to figure out what's going on um but I would say that I, if I hadn't read anything else, I don't think I ever would have fully put things together just on my own. Um, so I feel like to fully enjoy it, you have to, for me, like I, in order to really enjoy and appreciate the movie, I had to like read other things about it. Yes. 100% agree. And, um, yeah, I think it's just been a really long time since I had to like exercise my mind in something I watched um, on TV. And um, I was telling Jordan earlier that I did go see Tenant this weekend. And it was funny because I saw that after I watched I'm Thinking of Ending Things. And I was like, oh, Tenant, easy. I get it all. It's I understand everything. <laughs> I don't need to research anything. This makes complete sense. And so that was kind of fun um a fun thing to do as well it's like you like you're you ran a marathon and then you needed to do like run like a 50 yard dash or something exactly like wow i'm so prepared (laughs) (laughs) i love that so much okay well there's take it or leave it decide for yourself if this movie is for you (laughs) 
hopefully we <laughs> explained our feelings about it well enough to make you decide. But if you have watched it, or if you haven't, I guess if you just want to hear the spoilers, that's fine too. Okay, so here's my first thought about even just the movie title in general. So I went into this thinking, like, I'm thinking of ending things, sounds like someone is going to commit suicide. But then I got talked out of that, and I was like, I guess she is just thinking about ending the relationship. But then I was like, at, like at, at the very end of the movie, I was like, wait a second, I was right. And I just thought that was very interesting and very wise. It's crazy that that sentence means two things. It is very crazy. And I feel like it's kind of like those um, optical illusions when you look at and one is a young lady and one is an old lady. Mm-hmm. Um, because the first time I watched the trailer and I was like, it's about a relationship. I'm thinking of anything. I think of breaking up with someone. Mm-hmm. But then it's like as this goes on and it's like all these twisty things. I'm like, this totally is both. It means both. Like, this mm-hmm. is weird. Like, the how spooky and how is this going to tie in? And it's just, like, wild. I feel like the title itself is, like, a kind of like, like a disclaimer. It's like, this is going to be trippy and you're not going to know, <laughs> like, which side of things, which things to believe and which who's a real person and, like, all this mm-hmm. stuff. Something that I thought was really well done was that even though this relationship was like a figment of his own imagination was that I still was able to like look at this relationship and see these things that like uh have happened in my own relationships and um like the ways that you think about relationships you've you've had and the relationships you've wanted to have and the relationships you've made up in your head um I think that it was a I just like thought it was a really interesting commentary on that and something I haven't really seen done before and honestly something I kind of want to see more of yeah I think that's a really good point it's I think why it's hard to figure out that it's all part of his imagination is because um the girlfriend, Lucy, whose name keeps being different at times, which was really interesting, which is like one of the first clues that I started picking up that I was like, what is like, what is this like a misremembered memory or something, you know? But like, she was actually a pretty, like a fully rounded person, which is not what I would expect from like a man's imaginary girlfriend in his head, you know? Yes. And it's, and like, it really tricks you too, because I, basically like 80 to 90 percent of the movie is from her perspective so it's like uh it's just wild I there were little things I that probably the only things that I picked up on on my own like I definitely you notice weird things like one thing that was really jarring is that one part when they're driving away from the house on their drive home when suddenly it's that other actress playing her yeah, that one, one. That was the instant where I was like, "Okay, wait, what?" That was so crazy. I was like, "Whoa!" Like, what did I just see? Like, that was so nuts. Um, shoot. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry. Though I was saying that there were little things like that that I was noticing and being like, "What in the world is happening?" But I didn't piece together the truth. But I did 
assume kind of that the janitor was like old an old version of him like that mm-hmm. made sense to me especially because Same. he keeps showing like his parents older and younger so i was like okay so like that was that was like maybe the only obvious thing to me mm-hmm. um the rest were things that i didn't piece together exactly what the explanation was until i did all that extra reading especially what really helped me was reading the summaries of um the book mm-hmm. um and it honestly made me kind of want to go back and read the book. I heard it. I heard that it's short, which makes it even more appealing to me. <laughs> but um, because it's different enough, but also like really similar too. So it's really interesting. But um, most people are interpreting this movie as it, it, even though some of the actual actions are different in the movie than the in the book. But they're basically interpreting the movie as the same general explanation of him imagining the whole relationship mm-hmm. wow. yeah i don't know if that made any sense at all <laughs> but that is how i feel you're also <laughs> going to have to do research after you just listen to our <laughs> podcast i'm gonna need to like i'll transcribe the words i'm saying and i'll be like uh what <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um well something i thought was interesting was that well i also read that um, the book has like a heavy focus on some things and the movie has a heavy focus on other things and they kind of like balance each other out, which is another reason why I think I would be interested in reading the book. Um, like yeah, it's the almost whole... like it intentionally goes together as a pair or something. Yeah, like the whole like um, age is just a number idea was something that apparently was um, focused on a lot more in the movie than it was on the in the book which I thought was done really well. I mean, the parents, Tony Collette and is it David Thewlis? Yes. Were amazing. Like they did they did great and like they I just loved both of them a lot. And then another thing this is moving on from the age thing. <laughs> I do feel like I'm in the movie. This is weird. Talking about it is just as trippy as watching it. Totally. Well, and uh, I saw when I was kind of looking at what people were saying about it, like on Twitter, people were like, I feel like I just had a, this just felt like a bad dream. Yeah. And like, and I know that people don't mean that as like necessarily an insult of the movie at all. It just literally feels like something you're trying to remember that you dreamed. Yeah. And and it's like in your dream, like you like short circuit or something. Yes. And it's like you... When you have a dream that's not exactly, like, a nightmare, but, like, you feel uneasy and, like, mm-hmm. you don't feel right. Yeah, exactly. Um, Another thing that I wished I had known – I should have said this earlier, but I think the only thing that I kind of wished I would have known a little bit more about, which I don't think any sort of, like, reading up on it would have helped me really anyway, but – um the musical Oklahoma literally I don't know anything about it so um I think I was already going to have a a rough time understanding any of those references Mm -hmm. it's actually funny too because like Watchmen had a big reference to Oklahoma it's like what do you deal with Oklahoma um I lucked out because one time I had to watch like a movie version of Oklahoma and mm-hmm. it's actually like in the I kind of fell asleep I don't really like Oklahoma at all because it's actually very it works really well in this movie because Oklahoma is super dark and creepy mm-hmm. because 
the song that Jesse Plemons ends up singing, that musical number, is mm-hmm. sung in the in Oklahoma. There's a character like the villain is like this really creepy guy in town who wants to like steal away the main girl and he's like really scary and i'm like mm-hmm. this movie, it's and so it's interesting like that that's the song that he sings when it's like he invented this girl mm-hmm. so it actually all works really well together that and so i kind of lucked out that i kind of had that weird context yeah once i read about it afterwards i was like oh my gosh that's amazing and i really enjoyed that yeah jesse Plemons, great singer great singer great actor all we love around, our boy. We love him. We're OG Jesse Plemons fans. We really, truly, truly are. Like, I still call him Landry, even though to this he's day, definitely more than that. It's just, he'll always be my Landry. We'll always know where he came from. Yeah. And well, I'm just, yeah, couldn't be prouder of him. He is amazing at everything he does. I feel like that wraps up kind of my thoughts and, like, main takeaways from this movie. Um... I don't know. What about you? I No, I agree. I don't have anything else to add. I'm scared to even add anything else because it would just be more nonsense. <laughs> but I feel like it actually helps discussing it with you because um, it does. It helps you like make sense to what they made in this. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. And I really think it is just like it's fun to watch and then research it and it's kind of like a fun game with yourself where you can like give yourself points for everything you were right about and you were like oh I did catch that and oh I did know that and yes Yes. so if you like playing games with yourself and like making up (laughs) games for yourself like I do (laughs) it's basically like advanced majorly advanced like seen it (laughs) that's exactly it I love so yeah I feel like if you consider yourself like a movie aficionado, I feel like you should give it a try and see what Definitely. you th- see what you think. Definitely. Even if you get I feel like towards the end I started like I started getting a little frustrated, which I think was intentional, like mm-hmm. how he like keeps wanting to stop at the Dairy Queen place oh. and like all this stuff and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh. This guy I was needs just to get wanting home. to like shake him." Yeah, it was so crazy. So, but yeah, I feel like all of my, all of my like uneasy reactions, I think were like, I was supposed to be feeling like that when I watched it, which is like really interesting. Exactly. I watched this movie like three or four days ago now, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it. Like I think about it at least for, at least for like, like for like 30 minutes every day. And I'm just like, (laughs) wow. And I think that is another great sign of a great movie. I would say, like, right after it finished, I was like, I don't know about that. But it's kind of like Midsummer. Yeah. <laughs> seems like a weird comparison. And also um, Uncut Gems. That's how I felt about that one, too. It's just, like, I, the longer it goes, the more I like it. Yeah. And I... the uh, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, I think I texted this to you when I was watching it, that I also got vibes of Mother... Which yes. I, did, I did not like. And a lot of that was because the second half of Mother to me felt hitting me over the head with a point mm-hmm. of the point of the movie. Not like a pointy object. Um, <laughs> but um, this one I feel like does what Mother wanted to do. 
Exactly. I think. And I think that's a perfect point. And I, I agree with the uncut gems and um, what was the first one you said? Midsummer. Yes. I totally, I think uncut gems and Midsummer, as far as like tensions building and um, trying to figure out exactly what's going on and not feel more, that's more Midsummer, but I really feel like some very similar emotions i feel like from watching those movies as yeah. this one just like the lingering thoughts and feelings you have afterwards yeah. show the impact of the movie totally wow what a whirlwind who's your crush of the week okay so my crush of this week when i tell you what he's what i found out i knew him from i'm gonna look like a huge 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 creepo but <laughs> so my crush of the week is um one of the kids he is he's 19 years old so he's not actually a high schooler but he's very he's younger a lot younger than me but his name is Sholo Maridueña and he's in Cobra Kai and I looked him up on INDB and first of all let me say he's super adorable in this show but also a good actor because we went on an emotional whirlwind me and my family watching his plot but he is Victor on Parenthood, the little boy they adopt in the last season or the last two seasons er- that Erica Christensen and Joel adopt. Oh, my gosh. I was screaming. I was no one in my family really. If they'd watched Parenthood, they hadn't seen that plot line. And I was like, yeah, ah! but wow, that wow. is that is crazy. It was I. I'm still shook, but he was. It's I kind loved of him. like you gave up a child for adoption at a young age, and then you meet them when they turn eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would have had to have him when I was like, what, twelve? So I'm just saying, like the feeling of like you haven't seen someone in so long since they were like little, and now they're like a grown adult. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's change it to being i was their babysitter <laughs> oh yeah that that actually probably makes more sense it makes me feel a little less disgusting <laughs> <laughs> even though it's still it's still too wrong to be real. <laughs> I, I, I gotta I give was, props to yeah. him i was i wasn't ha- thinking of it in the crush mindset so yeah a oh okay okay i was hearing it in that way and i was like i don't like this i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we no, loved him. That. We all fell in love with him while we watched. He was great. And I was so happy to see that I actually had seen him in something before. Good. I love that. Mine is, you know what I just realized? I watched um, I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which has Jesse Plemons. And then I also watched Eternal Sunshine for the Spotless Mind, which mm-hmm. has Kirsten Dunst. But it's fun that both of them have both been in a Charlie Kaufman movie and now they're married. I know, right? I was like, I wonder if there was like um, some sort of talks about that or something. Yeah. Well, and Jesse Buckley was in that most recent season of Fargo that I did not watch, (gasps) which is interesting since they're both in Fargo. So like, is that, is there a tie? I'm sure the three of them are all good friends. Yeah. And has Tony Collette been in anything with Kirsten Dunst? Hmm. Seems like a missed opportunity if they have not been in something together. Yeah. 
I but, mean, her filmography is a little too long for me to quickly glance and check. True. But if they true. haven't, they should be. Yeah, agree. Anyway, moral of the story is, I wouldn't say he was my crush. At his character was my crush, but Jesse Plemons. Yeah. He's just so good at everything he does, and... Uh, he there he was interviewed in New York Times magazine and it was titled what does everyone see in Jesse Plemons and I haven't read the full article yet but um, one of the things that's mentioned is that Plemons even felt lost when he was cast in this film and he was like too scared to ask Charlie Kaufman like what exactly is this movie about? Oh my gosh. That makes me love him so much more. Even. I know. And then he was like, why was I cast? Like, I don't have any idea why you cast me for this part. Like, what do you see in me? Which is just so special. Like, he's just like literally so good at everything. His range is unbeatable. So Totally, totally. Like, people used to say that like, he looked like Matt Damon. It's like, no, no. Like, Matt Damon is the poor man's Jesse Plemons. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll stand by that till the day I die. Well, hopefully we have something to watch and talk about next week. Yeah. And this weirdly dry spell. Yeah. I'm sure there's 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 always something. It's just whether or not we're in the emotional mindset to take it on. Yes, I know. And we need something kind (laughs) of easy after this week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let us know if you've watched. Please talk to us. Clearly, we could keep talking about this for hours and hours. So hit us up and goodbye. Bye.